an emergency uh, 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 free agency night uh, edition of the Step Over Podcast. I'm Jimmy there with me is Max Rappaport. Max, uh, things happened. Stuff stuff went down, things happened. I'm confused, and I, I hope nobody's listening to this podcast hoping for the two of us to uh, to allay their own confusion, because I... I don't really know how I feel yet. Um, I think we're going to kind of work work through it on the podcast. Uh, also, still seems like a lot's up in the air in terms of um, what's next. I guess at this point, yeah. like yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. there are a lot of moving pieces. Uh, even like the trade itself, um, the Jimmy Butler trade going to the Heat. Like we don't know if the Mavs are giving up anything in that that's coming to the Sixers. So um, a lot to still be figured out. But I think we we kind of know the the nuts and bolts of it enough that we can. Uh, react to what we do know at this point. Yes. So uh, first things first, uh, just around 7 p.m., Tobias Harris signed back with the Sixers for five years, $180 million. Not too long after that, it was announced that Mike Scott was coming back on two just under $10 million. Uh, then there was a lull. There was a pause. And then uh, the, 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 the Woj bomb the size of South Philadelphia's very own exploding refinery dropped, uh, which was the sign and trade with the Miami heat, which Sixers are sending out Jimmy Butler getting back Josh Richardson. It seems like at this point and Josh Richardson only. And then not too long after that was the four years. Was it, what's the actual number? I know it's 97 million guaranteed one Oh nine with, with championship. Uh, we don't know also if that's like, split at each of the four years or if they win a championship yeah, yeah, yeah. in any of those years that that all i guess is to be seen although i don't think we'll really give a shit about what that uh what that qualifier is as long as it's at least one championship i think we'll be okay with the extra uh whatever it is 15 million dollars at that point yes yeah yeah so it's 97 million uh, over four years to al horford which whose name we didn't say yet <laughs> It's been one of those nights. Uh, Max, first impressions on, let's start with Horford. Yeah, I mean, I my feelings about Al Horford have changed a lot over the last two years. Um, I think I've like really come, mostly because of how he's kicked Embiid's ass so many times. Like I've really come to appreciate mm-hmm. what he is and what he's able to do. And like, also he's just been really good. Like he's kind of in the prime of yeah. his career as a 33-year-old. Uh, that said, don't love the fact that he's 33 and they just signed him to a four-year, almost $100 million deal. But um, right, yep. That that's definitely concerning. But in terms of right now, in terms of the player he is, start of this coming season, I feel great about it. I, th- I think he's the fact that uh, now you don't need a backup center, like you don't need to go spend money on that. Uh, it frees you up, obviously, to uh, to be able to rest and bead more when you need to, like to to be in a situation where you don't have to run and beat into the ground during the regular season. And Horford can take a lot of that load uh, while still actually, I think fitting fairly well next to him. He's become a, a much better three point shooter over time. He's a great passer. Obviously he can defend on the wing a little bit and as well as inside. Like I think it's basketball wise. I think it's a really nice fit and it, uh, I think it'll work out really well in the short term. My, my concern obviously is like three or four years out what this looks like. And I think he'll be a, I think he'll age gracefully, but he's not going to be worth $27 million or whatever in 2022 when this deal is ending 2023. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the concern with that is, I mean, I think on the plus side of that is like for four years at say 27 a pop, 
Um, it's not going to be exactly that, but uh, it's probably worth it for at least two of those. And then, you know, hopefully at that point you're in a position where the other two don't really matter much to you. Uh, like you said, he's uh, uh, one of the. I think he's one of the smartest players in the NBA. He's incredibly versatile, uh, which I said in the last uh, pod actually. Um, he can move around a little bit more. He doesn't have to be kind of back to basket down low. Um, I do think he can play alongside Embiid. Uh, the question is how well they'll actually fit together. Um, but I think in general, I don't know. It, like I said, it kind of just happened. It's going to take time to kind of break it down, but. I don't hate it. I, I, I don't hate it as much as I thought I probably would have. Um, but I think that's also because in all of the kind of um, uh, situations that we were talking about where Horford would come in, it was with Jimmy staying and Tobias leaving and Horford coming in. I think I actually kind of like it a little bit better the way it worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, with having Horford and Tobias, even though Jimmy can kind of is more much way more of a ball handler than either of those guys, more of your alpha dog kind of guy than either of those guys. Um, but I think the fit works a little bit better with those guys. Um, I guess right now at this point, he's probably your starting four, right? Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, yeah he has to be. And then, and I think it uh, fits. I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, right. a stretch to do that. It's it, probably the bigger stretch is Tobias at the three. And him having to defend yeah, exactly. threes pretty much exclusively at that point, but or if right, it's not the but problem. then hopefully you have you have I mean they're rookies both of them essentially, but you'll have de- uh, supposed defensive wunderkins in um, Zaire Smith and Matisse Thybul, who should hopefully get their feet under them pretty quickly and be able to at least defend uh, at threes at the NBA level uh, relatively quickly. Um, but let's talk. Uh, We'll go back to Horford in a second, but let's talk about the the deal back in the sign and trade, which was uh, the new Jay Rich, uh, which is uh, Josh Richardson from Miami. Uh, thoughts on him, Max? I really like Josh Richardson. Uh, I was Eagles fan Josh Richardson. Yeah, Eagles fan Josh Richardson. I was really happy that um, you know when, when the, they started talking about sign and trade deals. Um, I really didn't have any interest in anything that Houston was offering. Um, that yeah, agreed. there just wasn't anything there that really appealed to me. I, I, Clint Capella was obviously the best piece they're willing to give up. Uh, clearly, if they're signing Horford, didn't fit here, and with Embiid, didn't fit. Um, so I think once it became Miami, Josh Richardson was the guy I wanted. I, I like Bam Adebayo a lot. Uh, I kind of would have liked him as a throw-in, but they don't obviously don't really need him now. Having Horford. Um, I think Jay Rich is going to be really nice. He's like a 3-and-D guy, uh, has kind of expanded his offense in recent years. He averaged four assists last year, uh, shot 36% on six-and-a-half threes a game. Uh, someone just posted on Twitter, um, I forget who, because my timeline's growing really fast. They shot 38.5% on spot-ups last year from three, which is exactly what he'll be doing on this team, you would imagine. Uh, yeah. And he averaged almost 17 points. Uh, and I think he... Um, just fits really well. He's 6'6 and plays shooting guard and can handle the ball a little bit. I think the Sixers are going to have an absolutely massive starting five if it's the five that we think it is, which is uh, Richardson, who's 6'6, Ben Simmons, who's 6'10, uh, Tobias Harris, who's 6'9, and then Horford, 6'10, and uh, Embiid at 7'2. It's yeah. A ridiculously big lineup, um, which I think will be kind of interesting. I think their wingspan tip to tip could just. You could just put a red rover line in the middle of the court yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, just just to, to lay it out too, Richardson is 26 years old currently. He'll make 10.1 this year, 10.8 next, 
uh, in 21 slash 22, he has an $11.6 million player option. Which he will definitely so, opt out of. You would yes. think. Uh, but if you're looking at it with, you know, looking at getting Horford, I mean, obviously Richardson's much younger, which is good because we talked about a little bit, um, kind of not rebooting or restarting, or, but kind of like retooling or reconfiguring your team to skew a little bit younger to match the ages of your uh, your two main guys. And you've done that now with Tobias, who's 26 currently. I don't know if he'll be 27 by the start of next year or not. Uh, Richardson's 26. You went a little older with Horford. Um, but with those, like we said, with the first two years, that Horford contract, which are kind of the most important, like the, the win-now window, you'll have Richardson for those two at the very minimum as well. So this is kind of a move for... Whereas if they had given the max to both Jimmy and Tobias, which it, it all signs pointed to them offering the max to Jimmy, which was a question that people had. Uh, and then Jimmy basically just saying, no, thank you, uh, which is his right to do and no hard feelings there. Uh, at, least they, at least they offered it to him and he said, no, thanks and walked instead of uh, them not offering and then him getting mad and walking. Then you can kind of hold some blame there somewhere, but looks like everything was, you know, thumbs up on both sides. Uh, so instead of doing the five-year window for those two guys as you age with them, you maybe shorten the window a little bit with it is, but you still have Tobias on five. Um, so it tightens up a little bit. I think the team right now, do you think they're better next year than they are? They were at the end of last year, Max? Ah, oh, it's hard. Now, it, it's worth pointing out that there's still some roster spots to be added to, some money to be spent, so, some players to be brought in. So I think, I, I kind of think so, actually, because I think... Um, well, one, I think I think the fact that you'll have Tobias Harris uh, back with a full off season with Ben Simmons and Embiid, and like I think uh, and there's gonna be more continuity. Like everything was just kind of slapped together. I think the best case would have been running it back uh, with JJ and Jimmy Butler. I think losing JJ hurts a lot um, in this. It would have been really nice if you could have kept him and uh, been in a situation where you got Josh Richardson. And now he's coming off the bench. Um, you can tell how much happened in the last hour and a half that I didn't even mention that J.J. Redick left. Yeah. J.J. Redick left like 12 seconds into free agency. It sucked. Yeah. Um, just just quick, quick ad note here. Uh, Mark Stein just reporting five seconds ago that in the Butler sign-in trade, the Mavericks are acquiring Derek Jones and Kelly Olynyk from the Heat, which is fine because I want zero to do with Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, I, I, at same. So I guess, are we thinking then that the Mavericks aren't giving up any value uh, because they're basically just taking on Olenek, Jones, and wait, are they not taking on Dragic then, or they're also taking on Dragic, we think? They have uh, to be taking on Dragic think, also, right? I think also. So I think at yeah, that point, also. they're probably, they're probably that's the value they're giving up, right? Right, like, yeah. Like, they shouldn't have to give up a pick for the... the the uh, the ability to play to pay Kelly Olynyk twelve million dollars or whatever he's owed next year. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. So I guess to back to your question though about this year versus uh, end of last year, I, I feel good about I do feel good about this group and I feel good about uh, them having a full off season together and like Horford will be new but you have some continuity with Tobias Harris. I think the fit is really and Josh Richards will be new. I think you have some, a nice fit. Uh, with kind of Richardson and and Harris being more off ball guys, um, probably allow, allows Tobias Harris to like be a little bit more active in the offense. It probably works a little bit better long term with Ben Simmons. Um, and then I'm really interested in seeing Horford and Bead 
what kind of defense, um, kind of how that affects the defense. And just also, it's just a great defensive starting five. Like Tobias Harris is clearly your your weakest link, and he's fine. Right. He's like he's not a bad defender. He's just kind of whatever. And then Josh Richardson's a very good defender. Ben Simmons, Horford, and Embiid are all excellent. Uh, so I, f- I feel pretty good about that. Um, and they still have 7.7 left. Um, that's kind of the, the latest estimate we have based on what people think the Horford deal is going to start at. And uh, the fact that Mike Scott, it looks like, is going to be uh, signed at the very end as part of the mid-level exception. Like He'll probably have his um, bird rights rescinded and then signed as a mid-level, um, the mm-hmm. room mid-level. So they'll have 7.7 left to spend, which maybe you go out and you get a Corey Joseph or Seth Curry, uh, Steph's brother. Uh, maybe you get Wes Matthews, I think is still out there. Um, you know, there's some guys who I think could really help you. Uh, and just looking at their, at their depth. I mean, it's, it's Simmons, Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford and Bede. Uh, you signed Mike Scott. Like you said, you have Zaire and Matisse Thibault. Bolden, of course. I, I think they might bring back Boban at this point, unless he gets an offer somewhere else that he really wants. That's possible. Because I, I think having another center makes sense. Um, and I think with Horford being, uh, you know, more of a stretch guy, I think bring back Boban just for, you know, basically shits and gigs, but also just like play fifty games a year. Uh, probably the nights where Embiid rests or is hurt, uh, and just have a guy that you can throw out against bigger lineups when you need to. Um, yeah. So I, I think if Zaire Smith and Matisse Thibel are decent um, and they're able to use this 7.7 well, I think it's probably a deeper team than it was last year. And I think the fit might be a little bit better. I think Jimmy Butler's, you know, you're losing Jimmy Butler and JJ Reddick. So it's hard to say that like talent wise, they're better. Uh, but I just hope like between continuity and fit, they're able to kind of make up for that. I mean, you hope so, because looking back at the last, say, four or five years, it seems like this team, you know, subtracting. Joel Embiid, and then for a lesser part of that span, Ben Simmons, has been essentially like 15 to 20 completely different teams. Uh, so hopefully there's some consistency, and you know, as you get to the part where you have to add people on vet minimums and stuff like that, and just lower you know, one-year deals probably, those people will have turnover, but looks like they're locking a good, you know, a, a full team in for at least two years. On a lot of these, there was also the report earlier today that the Sixers and Ben Simmons are talking contract extensions, mm-hmm. which is not surprising, but um, you know, it's, it's not shocking at all uh, that that can be because that can be can be done this year. It doesn't have to be done until next year, but you know, you want to get that done as early as possible. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're looking forward to seems like having a fully defensive identity as a team essentially next year, um, which is an interesting kind of switch a little bit. Yeah. But it but it shows. I mean, after drafting Zaire and Thibel, um, even making the trade for Jimmy showed they were kind of trying to be defensive minded. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a, a fascinating remainder of the free agency period. There are some big fish still out there, um, namely Kawhi Leonard, which who said he hasn't even taken any meetings today, which is very Kawhi Leonard of him seemingly. Um, to see how the rest of the league shakes out. Uh, but if Kawhi leaves Toronto and say he goes west. Um, Brooklyn got Kyrie and Durant, but Durant's not going to play this year. Um, Butler obviously went to Miami. There's word that Brad Beal might be finding his way to Miami in some way. Um, but it's certainly starting to shape up to where Sixers 
could be the favorite in the East and or Milwaukee. Uh, all depends on what Kawhi does, but those three look to once again probably be your one, two, three seeds in the East in whichever order you want to put them. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that shakes out with Toronto because I think... Uh, I do think that this this roster... If if Kawhi does leave, I think this roster does match up pretty well with the uh, the Bucks, who you kind of figure will be next season at least before KD comes back. Um, they're more most formidable or most likely you know team they have to get through if they want to get to the finals. Um, I do think if I do think there's a nice fit there against the Bucks, um, just because of the size and physicality and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know size is their calling card now. They're the size team, the Fixers. The Thixers, indeed. Uh, any any uh, parting thoughts, Max? We wrap up kind of this. <laughs> so, quick parting pod. thoughts. Uh, following up on the Mark Stein update from a few minutes ago. Apparently, uh, Goran Dragic is no longer included in the deal. So the the uh, Mavs are just getting um, uh, Kelly Olynyk and uh, Derek Jones in the deal. So I'm assuming they're not giving up anything. Honestly, they should be getting something for taking on Kelly Olynyk, but uh, who's making? 11.6 next year and 12 million on a player option the year after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting wrinkle there. Um, other thing, other interesting last second note. Uh, what was is it the Nerlens Noel? Yeah. Thing? <laughs> yeah. What was just I announced just after like three hours after uh, it became uh, reported that Nerlens Noel had re-signed with the Thunder. Way was just tweeted a minute ago. Free agent Nerlens Noel has asked OKC for time to re- reevaluate their earlier commitment on a new deal, and the sides are continuing discussions. League sources tell ESPN. Yeah. Oh man, maybe it's here. Maybe it's because now we have the uh, the seven point seven to work with. Although we don't need a center, but yeah, who knows? I we mean, didn't really we didn't really has... need a center before, but we got out Horford. Um, it's teams fourteen centers. Wouldn't it be funny? If after all those years of the running jokes of the Sixers having too many centers with Okafor, Embiid, and Noel, that having too many centers is what makes what makes them the best version of themselves. It is. Uh, if they just keep adding center after center after center until they win a title, it is very on brand. It is very on. I kind of feel the real like too many centers or the friends we made along the way. Well, I do feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like they're moving in the, the like. The we we're gonna uh, zig while everyone else zags, or the other way around, or yeah. whatever you want to say. Uh, whereas we are going like ultra big, uh, fuck yeah, small yeah, yeah. ball. Right, our point yeah. guard can't shoot. Our our wings can shoot, and Beaton Horford can shoot for their position. But it's it's an interesting. I mean, I think there's there's some there is some advantage to be had had in a league that has gone small, having guys who not only are big and, you know, uh, having that advantage, but like also aren't like plotting like they're, it's a really big team, but uh, also a super athletic team. Like Horford's the, the worst athlete on the floor and everyone else is a plus athlete basically. Yeah. Uh, just another quick update as we're doing this, as it's happening. Uh, about three minutes after Woj reported that Noel asked I know. for some time to talk to Oklahoma City about some other stuff, they signed Mike Muscala. <laughs> That's why he wanted time. He's like, wait, you're doing what? Yeah, you're, you're bringing in who? That? who? Who's that? What's, what's now? Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's 
that's all we have tonight. We'll have some more in a couple of days, I'm sure. Once the dust settles, once we know more, once the the roster is kind of finalized and, and rounded out. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got too. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot to take in on a Sunday night. Um, I will just say, imagine if this shit had had started at midnight. <laughs> oh man. God, that would have been a nightmare. Would have, also, when you are oh, man and you're on West Coast time, dude. Well, I know, but this took like how many hours to happen? Like four hours. It still would have been yeah. like 2 a.m. for me. What is it? Like 3 p.m. there? Come on. Yeah. I don't know how time zones work. Yeah. Um, right. well, we'll be back, I'm sure, because they're, they're going to sign them at someone using that 7.7 that they have left. Uh, maybe there's yeah. more to this, this Richardson, uh, Jimmy Butler deal. Uh, I do think it's interesting that it was reported in Philly Voice that that Butler was offered the five one ninety. I don't know how much I believe that. Yep. Um, obviously, it's like stuff you're reading only now after the deal. But um, if that's true, that that is a little weird to me. Um, yeah. But I don't know how much I believe that. It's a lot of money to I leave mean, on the table, and also for like, I mean, I get that it's Miami, but it's. Uh, it's it, it's also the heat <laughs> you know it's like i get miami's True. cool and whatever but like the team kind of sucks it doesn't really have much flexibility uh they're paying ryan anderson and hassan whiteside 48 million dollars next year uh and also he took a 50 million dollar cut in total salary t- total money over the life of the contract to, to sign there so yeah I, I find that hard to believe but who knows yeah Jimmy's we'll see. a different guy there's lots of yeah, there's a lot to still figure out. So, all right. Uh, well, we'll be back yeah, soon. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, have a good night. Peace.